Jesus took a deal more rum and water than his head would carry. And then he would sit and sing his wicked sea songs and force all the company to bear a chorus to his singing. He kept on staying week after week and never paid another penny. My father was very ill at this time and my mother never plucked up the courage to ask the old seaman for more money. And there was only one man who wasn't afraid of him. Silence between the decks. Were you addressing me, sir? Damn you, I was. Then I've only one thing to say to you. If you keep on drinking rum in this fashion, the world will soon be quit of a very dirty scoundrel. You dog. I'll teach you a lesson. And moreover, if you do not put that knife in your pocket this instant, I promise you that you shall hang at the very next court of justice. All right. It was only a bit of a jest. Well, jest or no, I'll keep my eye upon you. I'm a magistrate as well as a doctor, and I don't want to hear a breath of complaint against you. Do you hear me? Aye. I hear you well enough. I hear you. It was a bitter, cold winter that year, and my poor father was little likely to see the spring. One January morning, early, when my mother was upstairs and I was setting a table for breakfast, the parlour door opened and a stranger stepped in. A pale, tallowy creature with two fingers missing off his left hand. Psst! Come here, Sonny. What can I get you, sir? I want a word. Is this here table set for my mate, Bill? We have but one guest. We call him the captain. Uh, does your captain have a cut on one cheek? The right cheek? He does. Ah. Then that'll be my mate, Bill, all right. Is he here now? He's out walking, sir. He'll be coming back for his breakfast any moment now. Uh, let me have a look out the window. Ah, I do believe I see him. The spyglass under his arm, bless his old heart, to be sure. <laughs> now, you and me will just get behind the door, Sonny, and we'll give my mate Bill a little surprise. Oh, but, sir... Be quiet if you know what's good for you. Black dog! Black dog as ever was. So you found me at last. Well, then... Speak up! What is it? I'll have a glass of rum for Miss Ladd first, and we'll sit down, if you please, and talk square like old shipmates should. Off you go, Jim. Pay just the rum. When I returned, they were already seated on either side of the captain's breakfast table. I left them together and retired into the bar, though I did my best to listen. I could pick up nothing but a word or two, mostly oaths and terrible cursing from the captain. No, 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 no. Now let's have an end to it. If it comes to swinging, swing all, say I. You want to make a fight of it, do you? You dog, I'll take the head from the shoulders, you miserable dog. Run then. Run like a coward you are. Black Dog showed a clean pair of heels in spite of a wound to his shoulder which streamed blood as he ran. 
He disappeared in half a minute, leaving the captain unsteady and bewildered. Jim, I need more rum. Captain, are you hurt? I must get away from here. Rum, fetch me rum, can't you? I ran to fetch it, but returned to find him lying full length upon the floor, breathing very loud and hard. At that moment, Dr. Livesey came in on his daily visit to my father, and together we managed to get the old man up to his bed. I warned him. I told him he would have a stroke. Where's Black Dog? Where is he? There's no Black Dog here. He ran off, Captain. He wounded him. Now listen to me. One glass of rum won't kill you, but if you take one, you'll take another. And if you carry on drinking like this, you'll die for sure. Do you understand me? Come now, make an effort. Oh, I will, sir. Thank you, sir. No more rum now. You hear me? About noon of the same day, I stopped at the captain's door with some cooling drinks and medicines that Dr. Livesey had left. Mr. Bones, sir. Jim, come in, lad, come in. You're the only one here that's worth anything. You'll bring me one dog in the rum now, won't you, Betty? But the doctor forbade it, Captain. Doctors is all swabs. If I'm not to have my rum, I'm a poor old wreck on a leash, or that's all I am. I'd give you a golden guinea for a knocking, Jim. I want none of your money. Only what you owe my father. I'll get you one glass and no more. That's better, sure enough. And now, Maisie, did that doctor say how long I was to lie here? A week at least. I can't do that. They'd have the black spot on me by then. But I'll trick them again. I, I'm not afraid of them. Oh, Captain! <sighs> you see how weak you are? My ears is singing. Lay me back. Jim, you saw that seafaring man today. Black dog? Aye, uh, he's a bad but they're worse than him. It's my old sea chest they're after. Now, listen to me. If I can't get away and they chip me the black spot, you get on a horse and go to that doctor magistrate right away. But what's the black spot, Captain? Never you mind. You know the name of Captain Flint, the pirate? I've heard about him. Well, old Flint's crew, man and boy, all arm that's left, they'll be here looking for me soon. I was first mate, I was, and I'm the only one who knows the place. What place? Ah, that'll be telling. But what is the black spot, Captain? Oh, that. That's a summons, mate. A summons, an ultimatum. But you keep your weather eye open, Jim, and help me. And I'll share the money with you. Upon my honour, I will. 
I would have gone and told the doctor about this very strange confession at once, but as things fell out, my poor father died quite suddenly that evening, which put all other matters out of my head. The day after the funeral, I was standing at the door of the inn full of sad thoughts when, when I saw someone drawing slowly near along the road. He was plainly blind, for he tapped before him with a stick and wore a great green shade over his eyes and nose. Will you tell me where I might be, kind friend? For I lost my sight in the service of my country. You're at the Admiral Benbow at Blackhill Cove. Ah, then will you give me your hand, my kind young friend, and lead me in? I need refreshment. This way, sir. Oh, you're hurting my arm. Take me to the captain. I, I dare not. Take me in straight, boy, or I'll break your arm. Oh, sir, it, it is yourself I am afraid for. The captain sits with a drawn cutlass and has dispatched one man already. Wounded, not dispatched. Oh. Now march. Lead me straight to him, and when I'm in view, cry out, Here's a friend for your bill. Now do it if you want to live. Sit where you are, Bill. If I can't see, I can hear a finger stirring. Now hold out your left hand. You, boy, take his left hand by the wrist and bring it near to my right. No, not the black spot. <laughs> <laughs> 